Hey everybody and welcome to episode 59 of the Hunger for the Hustle podcast. I am joining you from a bright sunny morning, 10am in Melbourne. My guest is joining me from Pennsylvania where it's 6pm there. And it's very dark. (laughs) Now growing up, Jimmy was told by his parents that he would never be able to walk without braces or crutches, but he proved a lot of people wrong there. He was bullied at school from elementary school right the way through high school, but Jimmy stood up to those bullies and got them expelled. He went through nine ear surgeries and three surgeries in one day on one occasion with six wisdom teeth and two moles having to be removed and and one last ear surgery that made the number up to nine. But that didn't stop Jimmy in any way whatsoever. He's gone forth in life and been a man who just defines the hunger for the hustle, which is why I'm so glad to welcome Jimmy, onto the show. Jimmy, how are you today, buddy? Awesome. Thanks for having me. That's my absolute pleasure. Now, Jimmy, they call you the crazy fitness guy, don't they? And after me doing my research into you, I just I was like, that's a that's an unusual an unusual title. I had to know more. And, and no wonder, mate, you work out six to nine times a week. You practice kickboxing sometimes three times a day. I know you've just got your your low green belt in um, in kickboxing, so. Yeah, tell us more about that, buddy. Uh, uh, I started karate when I was a uh, when I for, before I, I uh, came to uh, Pennsylvania. Uh, uh-huh. I was in New Jersey for a while, and uh, where I was born, and uh, I really liked the. Uh, I really uh, back then I was karate, uh, and I, I I loved it. I got to break wood. I uh, uh, and it's funny if some people ask me it's like does breaking uh wood hurt and it's like when you go really hard at the wood and right through it you don't feel anything but the first few tries it hurts yeah. uh, uh i highly don't uh recommend it, uh trying it at home at all don't no, uh, no i wouldn't because you see that in the movies don't you you see them chopping the wood and the tinder blocks and i've done a little bit of mma but never karate and it, it's good to, it's actually cool to know that that's you actually do that stuff that stuff actually happens and uh so basically i uh when uh when i moved to uh, pennsylvania i found uh a i found another uh place to uh, practice karate and uh, I've been with my sensei ever since uh, I had to take a, a few years off uh, from karate because of some medical reasons and I came back and I'm still with the same sensei he can't get rid of me <laughs> came back even stronger and, uh, and and kicking some more ass now as I said I've done a little bit of mixed martial arts and I did martial arts when I was younger the values it teaches you with regard to to discipline, I think, is is one of really the main thing I got from it. Did you did you, do you would you agree with that that it teaches you a lot of discipline? Definitely, uh, I don't think. I think I learned a lot of all my discipline from uh, karate uh, to keep uh, me going, running crazy fitness guy and podcasting. Well, actually, I can't say the podcasting part because I just had my podcast start this year. So um, we'll wait until season two. Uh, the second year of that. Um, That's all good. You're on a podcast right now, so now you can say you're doing it. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, uh, speaking of which, this is actually my 20th podcast episode. Uh, interview Isn't it? Tonight. Brilliant. Congratulations, brother. 20 is a great number, and uh, it won't be long before you can add another zero to that, I'm sure. 200. <laughs> <laughs> 200 for sure. Now, Jimmy, you say you're an autism advocate, and that's something I really respect. I know you have autism yourself, and you say it's, it's a slight autism. It's not as severe as some other people have it. But, um, of course, I, I'm sure that as an autism advocate, your your message is, and, and you'll be able to put it better than me, that you know people with autism – there's, of course, they can really do anything that any other people do. There's no reason that they should be labelled in, in any other way in society than any other people should. Um, and, yeah, I mean, tell us tell us a bit more about, about that. Uh, well, I would say, well, to basically sum up whatever, what you just said, I would say it would be uh, autism is not the end of the world. 
Um, uh, I based, I like the slogan. Uh, I actually use that. Uh, well, I can't say that. Just, um, that's a coming up event. Um, but <laughs> yeah, it's an. Uh, it's not the end of the world. It's not. Uh, the, my picture of the end of the world is if uh, if we all started acting normal and. Uh, it'd be like uh, all the stormtroopers from Star Wars, and that would be what uh, normal is. Boring, same voice, same everything, same uniform. That's the end of the world. Yeah, robots, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah or, or the other end of the world is when Google takes over the whole world. Yeah, no, which is could be possible. <laughs> Now, Jimmy, in your earlier life, you really did go through quite a lot there, you know, um, walking, you had braces and crutches and, and you had a lot of surgeries in, in, a, in obviously a very short amount of time, but you never gave up, you know, you always carried on and carried forth. And I'd love to know, like, what, what was your, what was your drive? What it, what was it that just, you know, kept you going? You never quit. You, you went on and now you're in, you're in college now and doing great with your foundation, the crazy fitness guy. Uh, I would say um, I would uh, I owe it all, all to my parents to keep uh, help me uh, get the help I needed. Uh, I'm lucky I never had to have braces. Uh, I never had crutches, um, okay. and uh, and um, I feel like I'm uh, very lucky. All I have now is just my knees point inward when I walk, but I don't really care to fix them. Um, uh, I mean, yeah, when I see them, when, when I see myself walking sideways from like one of those windows in the in the shop or whatnot, I'm always like, oh, that's annoying. But then it's like, well, how many people look at my feet? Um, and it's like, if somebody's looking at my feet, then that's just weird. Um, yeah, yeah. It, it, hey, look, it's, it's, you know, for the people who've got that that much time to think about what's going on with you and not about themselves, then hey, whose problem is that? Certainly not yours. It's <laughs> that's why I always like to look at that. And you know, if them knees point a little inwards, mate, it, you've just got your your green belt there, low green belt in karate. So it's certainly not stopping you achieving achieving things and and having some fun. Definitely, um, mm. never stop there. Yeah. Now tell us more about your foundation, the Crazy Fitness Guy. How did it come to be, and and, and what did it? How did you get started with it? Uh, I got started back in. Uh, it was the near the end of. Uh, I forget what semester I was in college. Uh, uh, one too many. It's all good. My uh, I was in my English uh, class, and uh, my professor said. If you ever, if you want to continue to become a better writer, you need to practice. And so I got to thinking after what he said in class, and say, "Well, how can I keep practicing writing?" And a few of my friends and my family says, "Like, well, you could practice in a Microsoft Word document." And I'm like, "Gee, wonder how many times I'm going to do that? Once, twice, three times, maybe, and then mm -hmm. give up?" Mm -hmm. um, no. So I did the unthinkable, uh, at least for myself. Um, I decided to uh, learn how to uh, make a website. Obviously, I didn't like hand code it or anything, uh, but I, I wanted to write on the web, and um, and so I, that's what I did. And I started with WordPress. And to be honest, that was the worst thing I ever did in my life. Um, <laughs> I mean, I think out of all the things I did in my life, I think that so far, uh, that was one of the worst things I ever did in my life. Uh, I was Yeah, I did 90 plus hours a week, just fixing all errors on the back end of my website. And it's like, I'm going to pull my hair out. <laughs> and it's like, after near the end of the first year, uh, I was like, uh, well, I was like thinking to myself, I was on my couch, on the phone with my mom, and it's like, the only way I can get through, through another year, hopefully another two years, is that I got to switch. Because if I don't switch, 
I'm going to just like, I'm going to go completely insane. And, uh, and that's kind of how I started crazy fitness guy because it's like, well, I am insane for starting my whole, a whole website and starting it on WordPress. Um, yeah. And, uh, so I've been up and running for three years now. Uh, and of course all the money I spent on WordPress, I can't ever use ever again, but Oh, well, and that's why I'm insane. Well, I haven't seen. <laughs> I think anyone who, who puts themselves out there, you know, into the public forum, particularly at scale, you know, as you have and, and document some of the process along the way, what you're doing, you have to be a little bit crazy because in doing it, you, you, you have to let go of that, you know, that, that judgment that others have and you just have to go to a space of full, full passion for what you're doing and, and loving what you're doing. Um, so, yeah, I think we're all, everyone who puts themselves out, particularly people who want to be speakers as well, you know, you have to have that little bit of a, a crazy edge to you. So it's a good, it's a blessing. It's a blessing, that's for sure. So true. Yeah. Right, uh, Jimmy, we were just talking off camera about, um, you know, you've, you've, you've been through you've, a couple of few different subjects at college until you've chose one now, which you, which you, which you went with, which is media studies, right? Mm -hmm. And uh, but you went through four or five. Was it four or five different ones before that? Um, I think it was maybe four, maybe four. five months, maybe. Yeah, and I think that's I think that's great because a lot of people would be like, oh well, that's a bit strange. You know, you flicked around and you couldn't choose which one you wanted. But I think it's important because if you're there's a lot of people who are studying and and they're studying they're in college because it was prescribed to them by the parents teachers peers you know but they're not really studying something they enjoy and you spend years doing it and then you come out the other side of it and and you've got this this qualification that you don't even like doing and you don't want to do again so i think it's it's good to take your time and and and, and know that you know you're a young man uh, most people when they start college are young not everyone but that's the space to to and the time to try different things and and find your passion and come at it again. Okay, this isn't working. Come at it again with a different angle. Nothing's too fixed and rigid at that age. It's the age to make mistakes. And um, yeah, I think um, it's good that you you took the time to to go through that in in, in different ways and different avenues. Definitely, I don't think I could have uh, stayed with uh, personal training when I was in it because uh, I was I was only a fan of science in my uh, in middle school when I got to do some fun experiments. And mm. when I hit high school, we did not, we didn't, uh, my teachers made it sound, uh, sounded like, oh, you do a lot of uh, experiments in, uh, in, uh, in high school. I didn't, think, I didn't get to do Jack Dooley squat. <laughs> I was like, this was a disappointment. What yeah. were we dreaming? Yeah, and that's the fun part, right? The experiments, not all the writing that comes with it. That's, uh, that's that's the boring part. I want my money back. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> a great way to put it. Now I know you've had a lot of a lot of challenges throughout your life, but I, I tend to find I, look, I like to talk about them on the show because I think it's when you're in them challenges, when your backs up against the wall and you're forced to grow and develop and overcome them, um, there's a lot of lessons to be learned there. So perhaps you could. You know, share some of your your challenges along along your journey with with us and the audience today. Uh, where do I start? <laughs> <laughs> uh, like I said, I have a long list of challenges. Um, uh, well, uh, would you like to know the challenges, uh, like from the I don't know from the beginning of my life, or do you want the uh, yeah. challenges from sure. crazy fitness? Yeah, you're right. I should probably give a little bit more context. Let's, let's talk about your challenges that you've had in, in founding Crazy Fitness Guy. Uh, well, like one of them was WordPress, obviously. Um, just working 90 plus hours kind of get tiring after a while. And you feel all you do is feel like I'm working, I'm working. Everybody else has a life. I'm working, I'm working. I got nothing. <laughs> um, and then... Um, and then uh, I had challenges where when I moved to Squarespace, I had so, all my posts eventually moved over, but there was posts with broken images. 
Uh, and that's not their fault because I, I totally screwed it up because I was supposed to uh, set it up like uh, import everything, but like make redirects to everything. So then, um, so that Google didn't have duplicate crap on in their search engines. And uh, I totally messed that up because it's like, well, I, I don't really, uh, I was like, I, don't, I really don't know. I didn't really know how to make the redirects at the time. And mm. I think if I was more patient and learned, I probably could have done better, done that better. But, I, and uh, that was another challenge. And then I had to find a few other things uh, out on Squarespace that uh, I noticed that a lot of WordPress users um, uh, try to tell you or try to tell people is like, oh, WordPress is the best and everything. Well, just because Squarespace does stuff differently and that they don't allow, technically allow third-party developers to make plugins and everything, there are a few plugins out there in directories I found uh, that do work with Squarespace. Uh, and it might not be um, a boatload like WordPress, but just because they have restrictions doesn't mean it's a crappy platform. <laughs> and mm-hmm. it's like, in total, and I, this might not even care to, for some people, but my website actually now ranks on the second page of Google. And I was hovering around the sixth and ninth uh, page of Google for a long two years until I bought some really helpful books um, for search engine optimization. So yeah. I was like, finally, I get something out of this. And that's, a, that's a great achievement getting your, with, with, a, with just having the words fitness guy in, in, in your website title and obviously throughout CD and throughout your website to get to page two of Google, you know, there would be probably millions of sites fighting for kind of those keywords. So, um, did really well there, and and having used both WordPress and Squarespace, I think I've used every single website builder that is out there. I, I, I do not joke. I've used GoDaddy, Squarespace, WordPress, Shopify, Wix. Um, I, I've run out of them, but I know there's a few more in there as well. And uh, yeah, <laughs> pardon, Weebly. Weebly. I've used Weebly as well at one point. Yeah, for sure. But yeah, you're right in what you say. WordPress. It can do the job, but it's massively, I found it really complicated. It is really for developers. Squarespace is a lot easier, a lot more. Um, you can get going with Squarespace a lot quicker, and the themes that it already has in there um, are easier to just drag and drop, change your colors. And yeah, you know, I'm not trying to make it sound simple here. Building a website is not simple at all. And I think um, a lot of these providers post it as that you know they're like oh you can have a website within an hour well of course you can get a website within an hour but is it going to be a good quality website um that actually provides value to the people exactly. through it hmm, perhaps not like for me uh i i literally redesigned my website like i don't know maybe six times on squarespace mm-hmm. or maybe three times and I finally found something that's stuck and I've been sticking with it because I was like, I'm not changing it again. <laughs> I, was like, I, I like the layout. It just flows nicely. I was like, I'm keeping it. <laughs> I like the way on your site, you actually have some instructions, which I, I don't see. I can't even think of another website I've seen it on that shows you how to navigate through the site, you know, particularly in the space that you're in as an autism advocate, you know, you and, and, you're probably going to be drawing a lot of people that perhaps have autism too to the site and other people that have, you know, additional needs and abilities. So it, it's good, I think, that you have, you know, that, hey, look, this is how you navigate through this site because a lot of sites, particularly ones that contain a lot of information, aren't always easy to navigate to. And I think that what that can mean um, from a user point of view is you go, oh, look, this is all too messy. I'm just going to leave the website and come away from it. It sounds like, yeah, those websites remind me of Google Zone's websites. When <laughs> it sounds like like Google Analytics for me, when uh, it's just like one drop down menu after one drop down menu. 
Yeah, something actually, I could, I had to quote this person. I don't know who said it, but like Google loves drop down menus for themselves. But but if you're but if you're a user who has a, uh, I mean, if you're a web designer who uses a drop down menu, Google does not like you for using it. <laughs> so these are tips and tricks you would only know from from reading some of those those books that you read. Can you share some of the books that you read with us that, that helped improve your ranking? Uh, well, the ones I uh, used was uh, uh, from this group called uh, Make Traffic Happen. Uh, they uh, they have they have one called a um, uh, called a SEO the easy way. And uh, I forget the other book. Uh, I still have it. It is, but yeah, I, I really I found the books helpful. And funny part about the uh, those books, uh, I, I was kind of uh, skeptical because I think they said either a five step or eight step approach. And I was like, really, eight steps? I was like, there's no way. Uh, I was like, it's uh, it, it, it's either five or eight. I don't I don't remember the exact number, but I was like, there's no way it's that simple. And I was like, because I'm reading all these free articles out there, and it's like SEO is so hard and difficult. And it's like you have to do this, this, and this. they have like 15 steps on a page. I was like. Holy crap! I, I don't know if I can do this. Uh, and I was come back from uh, vacation, and I'm just like sitting in the airport waiting for my flight. Uh, I think it was delayed, um, and, and I'm just like reading upon this, and it's like this sounds way too good to be true. Eight or like these many steps, and like there's no way. So I was like, well, and I just like thinking to myself, well, sh should I keep relying on these? free stuff because it really got me nowhere um, for uh, so far in a year of doing this. And I was like, I'm not seeing any progress. My traffic went from, it was up here and then they just whittle away to nothing. And you know how much uh, uh, it, it kind of gets to you when you see that. And it's like, oh, yeah. it's like, big slide. <laughs> yeah, I can resonate with you, Jimmy. I've seen it with some of my own sites before, and it can be frustrating. And, and you want to find out the reasons why as quickly as you can, so you can fix it as quickly as you can, don't you? Yeah, and then uh, so I basically um, and before I, I I got into the plane, I bought them and I uh, I read them uh, front to back, and uh, and now when I uh, finally. Uh, when I finally finished it, after a few um, weeks, I already had like one post like ranking on the first page of Google. And it's like, this is insane. Yeah. <laughs> and, and it's funny. And then all of a sudden, once I changed a few other things, I had one, another, I had a post written from last year, started, catching, started getting all the traffic in the world to, on that. And it's like, I am freaked out. I was, like, <laughs> it I, really I was like, this is unheard of. Something worked for Jimmy? No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it's great, isn't it? When you just when you put your full faith in something and just go with it and it and it works out and you just know that all that time and energy you put into it was worth it. How long was the flight? Uh I I think it was like three, maybe four hours. Oh, so you're pretty pretty quick reader. It would take me probably two well, weeks to read. Well, 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 I mean, I, I never, I didn't read it on the flight because I didn't have, uh, I, was, I only had the internet connection in the airport, right. and uh, I, and I didn't, I don't think I even had enough phone battery just to even uh, download it. So I was like, you know, I'll just wait until I get home, and I read it within. It took me, a, I kind of like read it like a snail's pace a little bit, just mm -hmm. to like. Like kind of like I read a little bit, I practiced, then I read a little bit more, practiced. So maybe for some people, they probably read it within like a few weeks. It wasn't really that long, but I kind of just took my time and was like, I'm going to practice this during the week, and then I'm going to go on to the next part. And that just worked for my brain because I just chunked up the information. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's funny, isn't it? Some books you read and you just can't. Some books, they just you you love the information that much, you just get caught up in it and you just can't put it down. And whether you work through it quickly or slowly, you really you really just get some value from it. And then there's other books that I pick up and I'm like. I'm five, six pages in. I don't think I'm going to continue with this one. It's just not for me. <laughs> well, that sounds like one of the books that I uh, I, I read. Uh, well, I actually didn't read. I, I read a few pages of it, and then I never read it again. And people who – now I'm going to say the name of the book, and a lot of people will probably disagree with me on this, uh, but it was the, the very – it was the first one uh, of the Games of Thrones books. Uh, I didn't care for the books um, for two reasons. Uh, one, it was too much, way too much detail uh, for my liking because I'm like I'm, I'm one of those people like it doesn't have to like dive right into the book in the first page or two, but it's like maybe in the second or third chapter or fourth maybe fifth at the most to get exciting and interesting to keep to pique my interest but if you're not going to get into that and i didn't even get to the halfway point and i still wasn't interested and i was like this is i don't know what this is. and then like the second reason was just that i heard that the tv show didn't even go uh that didn't even go along with the books and it's like how do you how do you write a book and then you just decide I'm going to make a TV show, but it has nothing to do with the book. And mm-hmm. I was like, what? That's like saying, Hey, I'm, that's like JK Rowling saying, I'm going to have, I'm going to write a, a book about Harry Potter. And then we're going to have a movie that, with the title Harry Potter, but it has nothing to do with the books at all. Yeah. You know, people, you know how people, people will watch that? None. Yeah. No, no, it it seems to happen a lot, though, doesn't it? It's, it's a bit unusual. Yeah, they make. I mean, I know they even did it with the Lord of the Rings books. You know, they bought out movies that you know didn't even have a book, and they just added loads of bits on. But I mean, they, I don't know about, about what you think, but they are great movies, I think. Yes, yeah, right. I never read the Lord of the Rings books, but I watched mm. all the movies and I enjoyed the movies. But I didn't enjoy the. But I, I never read the books. <laughs> Well, it's interesting because um, J.R.R. Tolkien is actually from Birmingham, which is where I'm originally from. So in in primary school in, in Birmingham, certainly the primary school I went to, I don't know if it's the same for all of them, but The Hobbit is like the book that gets read to you while you're all sat on the, on the floor in the classroom. Um, and you probably get read to you multiple times. Now, Jim, you were talking about reading books. Now... Do you do you write books as well, or do you have a book that you're you're working on? Uh, I can confirm or deny that. Okay, okay, we'll leave that there. That's <laughs> make what you want of that, guys. Read between the lines. I also see that you've got some mobile apps, Jimmy, as well. Did you make yeah. them yourself? Uh, I I would love to take credit for that, but. Um, <laughs> I bought it. Uh, it was basically a, a pre-designed template um, that I configured, uh, yeah. and then I, and then I found out that to, from uh, well, from my own um, on my own that the developer who made it had a automatic development tool, so I no longer had to use Android Studio to configure any of these things, which kept on breaking the app. Um, my mistake. <laughs> uh, and uh so that cost me five bucks but it's only like five dollars for one month but then uh, i might not have to update it i only update it every so often so it's it keeps costing me five bucks but i'd rather spend the five bucks and there's not an error on my end because i screwed something up now it's just the developments tool so i was like well if it's screwed up i can blame it on him he, yeah. The developer doesn't like me at all. Um, yeah. And that, that's a long story for another time. <laughs> that's all good. Yeah. Now tell me tell me about some some big wins, some triumphs you've had with the with your foundation, Crazy Fitness Car. Uh, okay. Um, that's easy. Um, the uh, one of the wins uh, I got um, 
I finally reached a thousand visitors in a month uh, last month. Uh, I'm actually projected to uh, reach that again this month. Uh, I uh, another one was uh, I used to only get like maybe 20, 30, maybe 40 people in a day to my website for what like the last two or three, maybe four days, I got over 70 people visiting. I was like, dang, it's like people are making it their job to visit. <laughs> I was like, don't get me wrong, keep on coming back. I, I, I love it. I'm just yeah, saying, yeah. I'm just kind of shocked. Um, and I mean, shocked in a good way. Um, mm. uh, uh, another win was I got uh, over 800 podcast total plays, um, and, which is awesome because my podcast has only been up from running since of April 12th of this year, um, which is Crazy Fitness Guy's third birthday. Um, I started exactly on that day just because of it. Uh, And uh, I also, um, I have an estimate of uh, 114 uh, podcast subscribers it's amazing how some of these advanced tools saying that they're really advanced tools and they only give you an estimate of subscribers. How can you be an advanced tool if you're going to be giving me an estimate? (laughs) (laughs) And, uh, and I think the next, and another win would probably be, um, well, Oh yeah. uh, I got on the second page of Google. So that's a great way. Yeah. It's a great way. And I think, um, you know, in this time when when people are restricted with what they can do and they're locked down and they're perhaps staying at, staying at home a bit more and, and not everyone's at work, you get it's, it's inherently you get a lot more traffic online. So I think it's a great time to grow that traffic and get attention to your website. And, you know, if there's a great website like yours is, those visitors are going to become repeat visitors. So there's certainly some some upward size to what's going on in the world right now, particularly if you have a, a, a space online. And plus, I also uh, I also believe uh, if I'm reading my metrics correctly, and I really hope so, um, uh, it says that my uh, from my own name, Jimmy Clare, that my website is being found through that as well. And mm. that's like hovering around near the first page of Google. And it's like, dang, I never thought I'd be getting, <laughs> there's a lot of Jimmy Clare's uh, ranking, ranking from my own name. There can only yeah. be one Jimmy Clare in the world, me. <laughs> yeah. All the other ones are imposters. Yeah, that's right, that's right, yeah. yeah. And we're stating that now, This. Jimmy Clare, you're seeing in front of you right now, guys, this is the first and the only. Do not accept imitations. <laughs> you know, I need to clone myself. <laughs> <laughs> so, tell us more about the, the podcast, Jimmy, the Healthy Living Podcast. You, you uh, can do that in a very short time. I'd love to know more about it. It's a, it's a monthly podcast, uh, and sometimes it goes out once or twice a, a month, which then I can't really call it monthly, but it's still monthly because sometimes it's just only once a month. Um, And uh, it's it's geared towards people who are on the spectrum and off the spectrum, meaning that it's geared, I try to make it geared to both uh, because uh, I kind of, I like to reach, I like like to think of myself that I'm the gap between, um, uh, between, people who are on the spectrum and people who are off of the spectrum. So like, I'm kind of like the closing gap. Like, like I said to you, uh, I'm slightly autistic. So I kind of feel like, well, here's the bridge. I'm like the middle of, or like maybe not the middle, but like at the beginning of the bridge. And uh, yeah. And uh, yeah, I get what you're saying. It's almost like you're, you're yeah. Like a bridge between, people who, who are on and off the spectrum and and providing a place to talk about that openly is is a great platform I think you know I think there's perhaps not um, I don't know because I haven't looked at it at scale but I don't think I you know I just certainly say there's more podcasts that aren't um, going for that audience than are so you've got your niche there and it's always good to have a niche in the online space 
True. And, uh, and, uh, I talk about similar topics like, uh, autism, fitness, nutrition, managing stress, motivation, obviously, um, unfortunately the motivation um is not in the description at the moment because i kind of just created that new segment off the top of my head um not just now but it was like it was like a few a week or two ago but i was like, playing catch up on some of my projects uh um and i also talk about self-care self-help uh nutrition uh i had some uh authors on my uh on the podcast, uh, one of my author uh, I had on was uh, Luke Murphy. Uh, he made uh, all the Shawnee Taylor um, books. He's a really good author. Uh, people consider uh, I consider him, him like to be the young James Patterson, uh, but he. But I kind of feel like uh, he, he has. Uh, well, I, I don't want to say anything bad about James Patterson, but uh, but but I kind of sometimes I feel like uh, some of his books get redundant. Where this author, where Luke Murphy comes in, brings um, I don't know more energy to the book. Is that when you think that you figured out who did uh, who killed that person in the book, it, you. It's he t- it turns a split second later. You're completely wrong. You you have no idea until the end of the book. I'm like, what the hell just happened? <laughs> <laughs> and the tone is always twisting. And uh, yeah, and um, me and him uh, been following each other for like multiple years on uh, Twitter. And like when I first started uh, on Twitter, he. He was like one of my first few followers on Twitter, and he's like, "What would a, what, I was like, what would a, a, a author like him be following me for?" And then we, and he was actually on one of my podcast. He was on my podcast episode. It was like one of the first episodes I did, maybe actually second. Um, but uh, that episode did really well, and uh, I think it was a, me and him were just like joking back and forth uh, the whole episode like we are doing today yeah that's the best way to do it right it's the best best way that these things are done it's just conversation between two folks that also has a lot of people watching either now live or later which is um a great way to do it yeah i think you um yeah i, I you know i and i mean this with honesty and sincerity i can't actually wait to listen to the podcast myself because a lot of the subjects you talk about you know healthy eating, healthy living, you know, how to look after your mental health as well. I think these are all great things that they're all ingredients, aren't they? That when they come together, um, you know, it, it, it creates this, this healthy lifestyle. And I think there's a lot of different things you have to think about, you know, to live a healthy lifestyle. And it's not just the physical side, it's, it's the mental side as well. Um, and it's not always easy to do, but keeping, keeping paying attention to it is is the important thing and, and and accepting the fact that you don't know of course everything about it and and podcasts are a great way to learn more things so true uh boy i, I kind of wish i didn't know everything though no that's true <laughs> but it would help me with my wordpress days though oh that's true yeah i look i've got to be honest in that on that WordPress thing, I I've done WordPress sites where I found a theme I already liked, but then I just get someone else to build it out for me because it's just just so just too much work. And and then you you do it all, you 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 get all the the coding right and the bits right, and then it throws up some error that you just don't understand, and it's just like oh. <laughs> I I kid you not. I had a web design teacher who mm. uh, who can figure out all the errors by just by taking off his glasses and he says, and it's like, up, oh, that's where the error is. And it's like, that's like finding Waldo in a flipping book. Yeah. Yeah. It's a Certainly I wouldn't be able to do that. No, Me chance. Neither. no chance. No chance. Leave the professionals to, to do what they do. Right. People say like, hey Jimmy, uh, what about you? Uh, you like running websites? Why don't you become a webmaster for running websites? Mm-hmm. I'm like, no, I'm done. Yeah, I'm yeah, yeah. 
I, I, I do I do, do build, build websites for other people, um, but I think the, the theme is always a good place to start. You could do the basic stuff, but then, yeah, the more technical stuff, I just post out to someone else to take care of. I think it's um, when you haven't got the time. Um, but, of course, you know, sometimes when you haven't got the budget, you have to learn it yourself or, or, or ask other people. Um, I've been there too. But, um, yeah, um, yeah, I know Squarespace is a real... Real good one to use, and, and it's afford. The thing about Squarespace is it's affordable as well, isn't it? It's it's like low entry price, low low monthly cost going forward. Well, what's well, really funny, what uh, the WordPress users don't tell you, and it's kind of like a secret between them. Uh, and I'm not saying all of WordPress users, so uh, that might like them. people don't think I'm uh, saying that whatsoever, but um, some of them. I, I, like they say, um, like they say, like, oh, well, uh, Squarespace is so uh, expensive. And it's like, well, and it's like, well, turn that table. I just, like, just look at WordPress for a second. It starts cheap, but what they don't tell you is that that's for sure hosting. And your website will just keep going down and down and down because it shares all the resources with probably like a million other websites on that same server. Mm. And my website just crashed every single time, probably like once or twice a week, um, sometimes even more. Uh, and, uh, and what they don't tell you is that uh, if you're on shared, ho shared hosting, um, it's only good for a certain amount of visitors to your website and then it can't hold anymore. And then, but then what they also don't tell you on um, uh, manage uh, WordPress hosting is that it's cost a lot more. And, and when you compare it to Squarespace in the long run, Squarespace is cheaper because they can hold millions and millions and millions of visitors where mm -hmm. WordPress, it is like, here's managed uh, WordPress hosting, and it's good for this many views. And then it goes up there in price and goes up and up and up. And people, and so in theory, Squarespace is cheaper than um, than uh, WordPress. And yeah. I bet Weebly is probably cheaper than WordPress as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like they get you in with a, a low price to get you through the door, but then you realize that there's a reason for that. And uh, yeah, people say, you know, people go, oh, Squarespace is expensive. Well, compared to what, you know, compared to um, using using WordPress and then realizing that you're not getting a great service for that, for well, that low price. I can even tell you the exact number, uh, uh, how much it was costing me on WordPress, 800 mm -hmm. bucks. Wow. Uh, I, uh, uh, per, uh, year. per year. Per year. And yeah. when I jumped over to their Squarespace, now it's because I'm paying for some other bells and whistles, like uh, I use a uh, I use an old one, a social media manager. So, uh, but in total, it cost me like 228 for the domain and Squarespace hosting. But then the all the extra bells and whistles comes around like 500, maybe 600 bucks yeah. per year. But it's like hell, I just saved myself money. <laughs> Yeah, it's incredibly cheaper, right? It's almost $300 saving, which is a lot of money, particularly if you're looking to do it long, you know, you're in it for the long haul. You know, you add that up there, you compound that up over the years, and before you know it, you're saving a few thousand dollars. And, of course, I still have to make that money back, but, you know, one thing at a time, I'm in It'll a pandemic, come. what am I going to do at the moment? It'll come, that's for sure. <laughs> When, you're, when your intentions are pure and you know what they are and you know the why of what you're doing and you just keep doing it, uh, the money the money definitely will come thick and Hopefully. fast. Uh, yeah, I, I think so. I think so. Now, now let's, let's talk about the word hustle, Jimmy. You know, it's, 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 it's a key player in the title of this podcast, Hunger for the Hustle. And I'd love to know your perspective on and definition of the word hustle and, and what's driven your hunger for the hustle, you know, throughout these various changes you've had in your life? Uh, well, I think my definition of hustle is, um, I think I'm going to quote my sensei on this and my Joshua in karate, uh, that it's giving it 110% of yourself 
and you're doing more than the than the average person and that you have the hunger to keep going even through the very very hard times and trust me everything i've gone through has not been glamorous uh there's days i've really felt like I hit rock bottom. Um, I mean, not like like rock bottom. I'm, I was on uh, on the street, but I kind of felt just like rock bottom where um, where it is like, oh, well, traffic is down and low. And it's like, what am I doing? And I was like, am I just pissing away my money? Um, uh, and all these thoughts just come into my head. But... Uh, the, the, those books I told you about was the best thing I ever bought in my life. Um, uh, I, if anybody, uh, I highly recommend anybody uh, ever uh, uh, who's ever interested in learning SEO, go buy the books because they will tell you. And they even, uh, the admins of the uh, Facebook group of Make Traffic Happen, they tell you that magic, SEO is not magic. Uh, anyone can learn it. Uh, it's the three-letter word does sound very scary because I, and and I still tell myself every day that you don't know everything about SEO, and um, be humble because uh, the Google gods uh, and robots are listening. Is like if he says he mastered it, we're gonna screw him. <laughs> and, <it's> like, <laughs> and so I had this kind of like. I kind of have like the um, a little mischief. Oh, not mischief, but I kind of have like a. I kind of feel like I kind of have a curse that is like if I said I mastered something or this is, or it's really easy. I bad stuff just goes down the hill, just like my bowling game. <laughs> I feel oh, what you. Have really one good week and then it just. Ew. <laughs> no, so it's important to stay humble isn't it and, and it keeps you in in staying humble it keeps you hungry and it keeps your eyes and ears open to knowing that hey look there's more for me to learn here you know just keeping keeping being the sponge keeping soaking up all that knowledge and information particularly in a space like seo where it does change somewhat you know google changes their algorithms and everything can change with that um, so it, it's a space that you never stop learning in. And I think to say I've mastered it, I know it all, I've learned it all is, um, yeah, pretty, pretty silly thing to do really. Cause it, you just, you're almost like, it's almost like saying, oh, well, I know everything about it, so I don't need to learn anymore. So I'm just going to keep doing what I'm doing. Well, eventually that, that will change because it's a digital space and everything's changing. And sooner or later, um, there's going to be some results of that that are probably undesirable. And that's why I, and that's, and another reason why I chose to make crazy fitness guys just to keep learning. Uh, and because the brain's got to keep learning in order to keep being smart. Uh, without the smart, well, I don't even want to know what that, <laughs> I don't really want to look, what, know what that looks like. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you ever will, not with, not with your, attitude and ability and the way you apply yourself. I think it's fantastic. Let's talk about some goals and dreams for for the foundation. You know, where do you see it heading? What, what's your aspirations for Crazy Fitness Guy? Uh, I kind of see it as uh, just my platform of speaking, um, like writing. Uh, and I have, for myself, uh, I... I see myself uh, becoming a motivational speaker and and speaking to over. Well, yeah, I I see myself speaking to over five hundred thousand plus people in in a stadium uh, filled, and uh, and I know this is going to sound totally awkward, but uh, I'm going to say it anyway. Uh, one of the uh, one of the songs I really, uh, one of my favorite bands is ACDC. And I could, uh, this is one song called Are You Ready? And uh, if I could, 
and it's like I would love to be able to ask permission from them if I could use that. Just go on stage, not the whole song, but like the beginning of the song. Like it first starts off like kind of like slow rhythm, and then it starts picking up, and then the chor- then the chor- uh, then the lyrics come in, and it says, "Are you ready?" And it's like, oh, I could just see that. Just me walking on the stage. <laughs> Fantastic. You've already got the vision there. The vision is a really important part of making things happen. Everyone, everyone that certainly I know, I've studied books, I've read, um, you know, they're people that envisage things, you know, a lot, a, lot of, a lot of athletes do it. They envisage themselves already winning and being in the place of actually doing it before it happens. The stoic mindset. So I think it's fantastic, Matt. I think you're going to be a great speaker. I know that you're, you're looking for more speaking gigs and, and, you know, to let anyone know that's watching this, Jimmy is available for speaking events virtually or physically and being an advocate for autism, he has his specialist niche there. Um, so I think if you guys are, anyone out there is looking for a, a speaker in that forum, here's your man, Jimmy Clare. And don't forget there's only one of him. <laughs> uh, and, uh, real quick on that, there's, uh, you, you know, it's funny, I actually had this other uh dream for myself is um, me speaking at a uh, another uh, at, at an event and uh, I'm in uh, I got invited to the this uh, virtual podcast convention uh, on December 5th uh, I believe you and me on the same group actually no no this is a different group my bad uh, okay. no but, yeah um, I can tell you about it after this uh, yeah, there's this, um, but yeah, this is a, a convention uh, I was invited to, and uh, and one of my goals was um, to speak in front of uh, my uh, friends and family members and and whatnot. And I invited a lot of them to come, and a lot of them said that they want to come and watch. And I was like, okay, I'm already seeing the dream now. And I was like. And it's like, now I got that going. And so it's like, okay, December 5th is literally right out around the corner. And so far in the group, there's been over like 1,200 people. And it's like, I'm going to be speaking live to 1,200 people. Don't screw up. There you go. It's already happening, Jimmy. It's already, you know, you manifested it, you've envisaged it, and it's happening right before your eyes, and it's only going to grow. And I really think with, with the attitude that you – You've, you've adopted in life the way you throw yourself into things and just make them happen, the way you never stop learning and just apply yourself at scale. It's only going to lead to great things for you, mate. So I'm really excited to uh, to see you speak on stages and uh, I'm absolutely sure it's going to happen. I definitely hope so. Uh, yeah. Well, it, sorry, it's already happening, but, you know, some of those big dreams that you had about talking to hundreds of thousands of people, yeah. It's it's gonna happen, that's for sure. I just hope that this whole pandemic will just be the hell over, so, so I can it get will. on with it. People go, oh, the world's changed forever. We're never gonna get back to normal. I don't think that's the case. You know, look at like Spanish flu, bubonic plague. All these things affected the world, like uh, at scale. Perhaps not as they have now because the world's so much more connected. But there'll be a few years from now, three, four years from now, and, and we'll look back on it as a, just a crazy time, and everything will be back to normal. That's what I think. Wait, I have a question. What's your definition of normal? There's no such thing as normal. Uh, yes, well, okay. Yeah, that's a great point. But I mean, normal as in we can g- gather in a stadium of hundreds of thousands of people without having to wear masks or worry about shaking each other's hands and, and you know, just being in a space where, um, yeah, we don't have to worry about interacting with each other physically. Okay, that's a good definition of normal then. <laughs> but, I mean, but, but I mean, just in general, if it was just normal and it's like, oh, well, I wish everything went back to normal. It's like, what's normal? Yeah, yeah normal. I guess my, my, my definition of normal would be boring. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah, normal equals boring. That would be, if I was writing it down, that's all I would write. <laughs> I learned, I learned, uh, I learned about, uh, I learned about there's no such thing as being normal in my uh, psych class this semester. There's no such thing as normal. No one's normal. No, no, it's quite a pointless word, really, when you think about it, isn't it? Yeah, normal sounds boring. <laughs> <laughs> normal equals boring. <laughs> Math problem. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Math problem, sure. 
Jimmy, as we, as we close out towards the end of the show, I'd love for you to give three hot tips <laughs> for anyone watching in the audience, you know, anyone perhaps who, who has autism or, or has special needs uh, or, you know, abilities that, that you think, you know, wants to get to the point of being seen publicly, perhaps as a speaker or an author or, you know, wants to get their own website podcast out there. Uh, I would say the sky's the limit. Uh, don't, uh, don't listen to the naysayers who say, oh, you can't do this because, uh, you know, because people will judge you. Um, uh, I don't care what people think of what I'm doing. I mean, if they like it, great, but if they don't like it, I don't care. Um, uh, it's what I want to do as a career. Um, I don't want to see it sit in a boring office and and just be, um, yeah, I just don't want to be a person in business. I just want to be me working for myself and no one else. Um, uh, I, I would also say don't, uh, uh, it, it feels awkward at, at first, but once you get your name out there more and more, I kid you not, my first uh, podcast episode that I did myself recording just myself, I was all boatloads of nervous. I was like, uh, 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 now I can joke around on the podcast. Now I'm, uh, now I'm just cracking jokes left and right. I mean, it's not like the whole episode of just joking and whatnot. It's weird stuff and matter in it, but it is like, yeah, be yourself. Uh, let the world see who you are. And if people judge you, just don't answer them. Because guess what? At the end of the day, you know, uh, those people will have to live with what they just said to you. And uh, and then they'll, the whole world will basically see what that person said to about this person. It's like, hey this person just said, knock this guy for doing this. And it's like, and this guy didn't even respond. And it's like, he's like, no, I don't care. And uh, maybe someone will stick up for you on uh, social media. That would be me. <laughs> yeah, no, good for you. Good for you. And I think they're, they're great tips to anyone um, who's, who is in, is in that space, yeah, and looking to get out there more, particularly um, when you talk about, you know, fear of judgment of others, you know, I think a lot of people when they when they're giving that out, they're actually, you know, there's reasons why they're why they're sad and they're angry and they're frustrated with their own lives and they're just trying to troll you out, trying to put that out onto you. It's really nothing to do with you. It's all to do with them. Yeah. Perhaps they're just jealous. <laughs> Perhaps. Perhaps. Yeah. And how about a book recommendation from you, Jimmy? I know you talked about the SEO books, but um yeah, if you got a, a one book, if there's one book that you had to recommend. Oh, can I say two? Of course, I'll let you have two. <laughs> uh, I would say the Alex Ryder series by Anthony Horowitz. And I'll see my friend uh, Luke Murphy. Uh, he has uh, two series, uh, Charlene Taylor and uh, uh, what's the other one now? Crap. Um, uh, Calvin Waters. There we go. Great. Good to know. I haven't read any of them, so I might have to dive into them, add them to the library. Jimmy, I'm going to drop your links and social media handles here in the comments, but do you just want to tell folks where they can find you if they want to connect with you and, of course, book you as a speaker? Uh, you can book me as a speaker at crazyfitnessguy.com slash uh, hire me. Uh, I mean, well, there's a speaking page. You just go click on speaking. Um, and uh, you can also follow me at jimmyclair.speaker for uh, Facebook and uh, Instagram. And uh, for Twitter is jimmyclairspeak. Obviously, um, way to go Twitter. I couldn't even get the ER. <laughs> you cannot have 17 characters on a platform. <laughs> It's been an absolute pleasure to talk to you, mate. Thanks so much for giving me your time and energy today. I really appreciate it. Thanks. I hope I can be another guest sometime. I'm sure you can. I'd love to have you back on, particularly when you get some of those projects that you can't quite talk about yet out there and in motion. 
Don't tell anyone. <laughs> Wait, the secret is safe. I, I didn't. I can't. I can't confirm or deny it. So yeah, no, and that's what you said, and that's where we'll leave it. Exactly right. Yeah. Thanks, thanks for watching. If you're watching now, live or later, wherever you are in the world, if you've enjoyed this episode, if you've got some value, please subscribe. If you're watching on YouTube, please give it a like. If you're watching on the other platforms, and hey, if you know someone that you think would get some value from this episode, share it onto them. It would mean the world to me. Thanks a lot for listening to the Hunger for the Hustle podcast. Jimmy, take care and enjoy the rest of your evening, mate. Thanks for joining me. Thanks. Bye.